This episode of the Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone podcast is brought to you by TFC Productions. Two Fit Crazy Productions, TFC Productions, that's our production company helping people with their podcasts. Increase your brand, grow your business by creating your very own podcast, and we are here to help you every step of the way. You do not have to do all the work. We do a lot of it for you. This podcast is also brought to you by ContiFit.com. Get the best online training, the best in arthritis, in let's face it together, facial fitness and rehabilitation, all sorts of functional fitness training at your fingertips. That's ContiFit.com. Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. Uh, virtual health coaching sessions and corporate wellness programs. All the information at highfivehealthandfitness.com. It is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Too Fit Crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Awesome episode. Oh my gosh. I absolutely love Elizabeth Lenart. If you have yet to hear or meet or social media stalker i mean <laughs> then you're missing out because don't stalk her just get on a seat yeah. just just go, go find her okay so this is episode 222 and you're gonna hear um elizabeth is like oh my gosh this is amazing it's a miracle it's really she is such a um an amazing bright light and she has been in the fitness industry for decades, although she looks – she's the cutest girl ever. <laughs> um, but she is a fitness educator, um, a national educator for Balatone. And she is just a kick-ass woman who has been through a lot and overcome a lot of physical obstacles that she's going to talk about when she was younger. I, I asked her for her backstory, and literally she has a backstory. Right. I meant that it is like, you know, looking mm -hmm. back, the backstory mm -hmm. to Elizabeth Lenart, and literally it's a backstory. Right. She's like, what do you mean? The rods in my back? We're like, what do you mean? Uh, yeah. the, back, the backstory or the backstory? Mm -hmm. The backstory. That's right. what I want. Exactly. Give it to us. And she did. Yeah. Um. Anyway, she's going to talk about how much she loves the industry right now. She loves being super inclusive and body positive. And she is going to talk today about really what fires her up. And honestly, we have a great conversation, not just about the future of fitness and where it's going, but and COVID and, and where blah, it, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. but the education that is coming out of this and the positives that are coming out of this. And one of the things that struck me that I actually wrote down is that she was talking about having more freedom and more collaboration right now. And that is what we get into because if you are out there right now, you're listening to our podcast, you're a fitness professional, and you're like, how do I get my word out there? I talk to you know even my own trainers that I train all the time and they struggle with how do we get our brand out there or a message. And I say to them, Collaboration. Co collaborate. It. I got. And you didn't have to tell Christine twice because she jumped right on it. And you can uh, keep an eye out for things in the future <laughs> from uh, Christine <laughs> and Elizabeth because uh, it's going to happen and it's great. It's a great way to connect. Mm -hmm. Great way to um, you know just combine audiences and and uh, and just really spread the word. And I, I, one of the things we talk about is how you know the situation, COVID, and all the things that we've been in now for over a year. It hasn't limited us. 
It's right. expanded everything that we've that we've done. Maybe at a time we were limited until we, you know, kind of made some changes. But now that everything that we've been doing for the last year is available, and now that things that we have always done are still available or continue, you know, coming back to be, uh, you know, reality again. Now we have it all. And, you know, collaborations, the technology and all these things. And not to discredit, not to discredit how serious everything was, because people sometimes are like, wow, you guys Disclaimer. are such idiots, you know. Disclaimer. It, no, really, there are so many gifts that came uh, out of this. And I know yeah. that, you know, I talk about the gifts all the time. Guess what? The pandemic is not so great of a gift. A lot of people lost their lives. A lot. A lot. And a lot of. And, if, and even if they didn't, it, they were very sick. Right. And, and that's the thing. We're going to look at this as a. Oh my gosh, we're going to dwell on this forever. Or those of us that made it through, you know what? Then the pandemic was a gift for you. What did you learn? What did you see? And how are you using this to be better? You guys are going to love this one. It's a lot of energy. All right. With me and uh, these other two fit crazies. It's like three fit crazies and we have a good time. And uh, we hope you enjoy it. Episode 222 of the Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone podcast. Here we go. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And a microphone. We are where it's at. That was so weird, Brian. We don't ever do that apart. But I, at least I can see you, Christine. This is... This is new, uncharted territory for us, you know? Should I explain? Yeah, Let's explain. Probably. Let's explain to the audience. I explained it to you to our wonderful guest just a bit ago, but let's uh, let let's let's tell a, a little tale here. So this is episode two hundred and twenty-two of the Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone podcast, and this is the very first time that Christine and I will actually be in two different locations on recording. We usually sit together, and uh, <laughs> you know, we're, we, our guest is zoomed in, or our guest is live, whatever we have for that day. Um, unfortunately, my son my eight-year-old my awesome middle guy got covid and we're all like quarantined and i couldn't i can't go to the office where we usually record and do this in person with christine and uh so look it is what it is we're uh flying by the seat of our fit crazy pants right now and uh boy such is life though let's do it oh it's right it's <laughs> right let's get into this we have an amazing guest today um, even though all of us cannot touch, we are we are fit crazies together, and this has been um, quite a while. And I'm so excited for the amazingly fantastic, super talented um, in the fitness industry, and her name is Elizabeth Lenart. Welcome, Elizabeth. How are you? I am so good, you guys. Thank you so much for having me. I am so psyched to be here with you today. 
Thanks for coming aboard. Where are you coming to us from today, Elizabeth? I am coming to you from Western Massachusetts. Okay. All right. Um, What's even better is that, you know, normally, I mean, we wouldn't, normally we would be in Boston, just be coming home from Boston from running the Boston Marathon. That's right. Patriots Day. Hope you enjoyed your day off yesterday, Elizabeth. That's right. That's right. Talk about synchronicity, right? (laughs) There it is. All those pictures of of Boston and Massachusetts popping up on our social media. I love it. I kind of like that. The, you know, those random pictures that come in that are good memories and, you know, takes you. Absolutely. Feels good. Feels really good. So let's get into this because all of our guests know that, um, you know, you don't just fall onto our podcast. You know, it's kind of, you know, you got to kind of be some sort of big deal, right, Brian, to absolutely to make it on here. Uh-huh. And you've got a really great story. And I want our our audience from around the world to, to hear what is it? What is it that you are up to right now? And then we've got to hear the backstory of how you got into all this. Yeah. Wow. So many cool things to chat about. Um, So what I'm up to right now, um, I'm teaching a little bit in person because I think it's really important to help keep our clubs open and keep our members engaged and do what we can to help out the people that own chains or brick and mortar. So I'm super happy to, in my area, be able to pop in and help out um, where needed, whether it's short-term or long-term. So I've got that going on. I am... I have a virtual group that I work with, which is so much fun because you develop this crazy community where in the beginning, everyone's live stream and, and they're doing their hair and their makeup. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, people start showing up to class in their pajamas and it's all totally, totally <laughs> acceptable. So, you know, these are the day to day things, but some really exciting things is I'm, I'm so thrilled you guys with how education has grown so much. And, you know, if there's a silver lining, we can reach out to these people that we see at conferences. And now, you know, we can give them virtual hugs on the on the daily if that's what works for us. And we're able to reach people in different communities and different countries. And um, it's really great to be able to have this time when we are actually educating people to have that follow up and find out, so, hey, this is what I presented, but, you know, what were your takeaways and what do you really need? So I find like right now what's exciting about education in our industry is we are better able to connect with how it went, how did you absorb that, and how can we do a better job to serve you? So those things are really firing me up right now. You know, what's crazy is that you said everyone is going on and on about like, oh, there's such a lack of connection and, you know, people are isolated. And it honestly, exactly what you just said goes against what everyone is complaining about. And what's crazy to me is that there is such an opportunity that you just said that I almost want to reach through sometimes and just shake people (laughs) and be like, do you understand the power that you now have? Like if I'm sure people come to you, like they come to us and are like, you know, how can we grow our business? Like Christine, how do I grow my brand? I'm like, 
you're not a brick and mortar. Do you understand? Like, like I keep thinking of like, you have the world right here. I know. Go get it. Go put yourself out there. Yes. You know, it's, it's strange. I try to, with the people that I mentor, I try to equate it. I'm like, remember like group exercise, like that's my baby. That's my passion. But, you know, remember before social media and all the tools that we have now, our people came to us, they took class and they were gone. And, you know, before sign up apps, like we didn't have a way, like we've been in this for a long time. Some of us, right. We didn't have a way to track them down. And if they weren't there, we were like, oh my gosh, the girl in the pink shorts that always stood in the upper right hand corner, where is she? We haven't seen her. Like now we can follow up on social media, right? So I kind of equate the way we're doing things right now was when we shifted into small group training and when we were able to have connection, whether it was through private portals or private Facebook groups or, or anything that anyone has. And we were like, oh, all right, that's the difference between group fitness and a group training. Like this is created, especially for you. There's accountability, especially for you. There's encouragement and follow-up and all the extra feels that come with that. That's kind of where we are with this virtual piece at this point. I mean, I love the in-person piece, don't get me wrong, but I think it's now created another pathway. Think in the same way of group exercise to group training to how can I continue to make this even better. So I think, I think, you know, there are struggles for sure, but there's so much possibility and opportunity out there. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say something really fast and please let me not be the only person in the, on the podcast to have this happen. Okay. I remember back, you know, 20 years ago teaching classes and I could have taught the same class every Monday night at, you know, freaking Gold's Gym when I was in Maryland for, you know, my master's or teaching And there were people that I knew so well, and I didn't know what the hell their name was. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. For a long time, like a long time. Right? And then you get to a point where you're so embarrassed because you're asking about their kids, and like, and you're like, you know, and I'm like, oh, will someone just scream their name? Right? Like that. And it's not that I wanted that to happen, but sometimes, like, you get more than 20 people in your class and people come and go. It's hectic. It, like, <laughs> I feel like that doesn't happen when we have Zoom. Like, we all have our names up. Even if it's a fake name, I can call you a fake name. Right. And that in and of itself, like, I know that's just one teeny example, but that, you know, they always said, like, oh, coaching, you, you know, if you're going to be a teacher, you know, like I taught too, and like you, you're memorizing students' names and I mean, my students stayed in class every day. Like, you kind of get an idea, but in fitness classes, like, again, you said it's like chaos sometimes. And there's not that chance to make that connection. And I feel like there's such a chance. All right, maybe I can't actually physically touch you, which is probably a good thing sometimes. (laughs) Um, But that, like, that is such a great point that you just made of look at what you can do. Maybe your backflip burpees aren't as good as they used to be, (laughs) you know, hold everyone as accountable, but there's more mental now than there was. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you can see, I mean, you know, it's strange too, but you know, we, we can 
feel the vibe for sure. I'm a huge vibe person and you can feel the energy in the room. And in wellness coaching, we call it the generative moment when the energy shifts, right? That aha moment when we feel all the things. We can still get that vibe going on through through Zoom or live stream. You know, I tell my group all the time, I'm like, you know, I feel like we need to create our own game show. Like forget, you know, the Ellen show. We need like to do something based on charades because we're all so good at it right now. We're also animated with everything that we do to try to create that connection. But when we receive something like that through our back through our clients, or you see them shaking their heads, they're doing it back. So you can still get that sense of energy changing and see that, that, you know, their vibes are good and where they're at. And they'll even be funny when they're tired, they'll lie down on the floor and they make this whole big situation (laughs) about being tired. But, you you know, I don't want to not be in person, but sometimes there's there's a gift. It's making us up our game in so many different ways and really like working towards creating connection instead of just taking it for granted, like saying, Hey, you're going to show up in the room. We're going to pick up each other's energy. Like now we, we have to be even more creative magic makers, which isn't a bad thing. I, I love it. I mean, we are, we are adaptive creatures, right? I mean, and if this pandemic and all the things that we've done for the last, you know, year plus has, has taught us anything is that we're good. Like we can make this really work like instantly. Like, you know, there's, there's, there's no crying about it anymore. You know, maybe a little bit. It was like, well, it's a little convenient. I'm not really used to it. I was like, but how long does that take? If you want to make it work. Well, exactly. Exactly. And, and look, for, I think that mindset and attitude and, and, and things that we can control are, are the things that are separating people, especially in the industry and, you know, the humans at large, uh, from really taking this and making it into something that's, that's usable and, and doable. Um, so it seems like you're doing it well, Elizabeth. Yeah, thank you. As are you. I mean, you guys are keeping the energy like crazy, crazy high with everything that you're doing, especially, you know, your podcast. So thank you so much. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Our lives are pretty mundane. (laughs) It's chaos. Just add COVID, right? (laughs) Um, COVID is, you know, like we said, I almost think, and Brian's better than I am at this, but for those of us that are used to, you know, the the unknown, that we're used to doing things that are that kind of scare us and, you know, and the the unreliability of being in, you know, your own business or an entrepreneur, you have those tools already that help you cope with the chaos or what's going to happen where it's like, well, we're going to figure it out. And I remember thinking, you know, people would ask me questions even last spring about the summer. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just trying to get through this week. And then I'd be like, you know what? Actually, I'm just trying to get through today. Not really sure what's going to happen tomorrow, but we're just going to take it from there. But people were like imploding like with the thought of, right. <laughs> the thought of that. I know. I know. It's a lot. So tell us, um, tell our listeners right now, you are – specifically teaching certain programs and those are like your babies. Yeah. But tell everyone what you're like super passionate about right now. Oh, you know, there's so many things I'm passionate about. I think, I think what is really firing me up, um, you know, right now is the ability through all this to create programming that is very inclusive. 
So I'm a super high intensity person. I like to, I love the burpee. I, we're good friends. I like to lift heavy things. Like I like, like all the things that people are like, are you serious? I'm like, I'm totally serious. Like I really look forward to that. Like those are my things. But what's interesting is I always say, you got to notice what you notice. And I started to notice, you know, before, you know, COVID at conferences and, you know, you look at the population and you're like, huh. there's not a lot of people who are 20 in this room, but they are so passionate and they want to get their groove on. And I literally had some women come up to me at one of the last conferences that were in their seventies. I never would have thought it. And they were like, thank God, Elizabeth. They're like, we are not dead yet. And I'm like, well, thank God you're not. That's really powerful. So it spawned a really cool conversation about how, you know, they said, you know, we really want to enjoy fitness. We like to move and groove. We don't necessarily have to do that program or that program. That's not our thing. But they were like, please don't think that, you know, because our birth certificate says this, that we need to sit in a chair. They're like, if that's what our bodies need to do, we need to do that. So at the same time, when I came back from that conference, I had this group of, and they were gorgeous, these 20-year-old gorgeous girls come in. Two of them had had major surgeries. Now, if you had seen them come in, I mean, they were cute and bubbly and adorable outfits, like they had it all going on. And two of them had had like major surgeries, different kinds, but can't, neither, neither one of them for different reasons can jump anymore. Okay. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, there are some signs rocking and rolling. So when I think about being inclusive in fitness, it's, you know, I'm really passionate about, um, you know, being really super inclusive and body positive. But I think the other piece that we need to really look at to keep everybody fired up is let them know that it's okay for their body to be totally different than ours. Meaning it's not just like, hey, you know, our, what we perceive to be in shape is someone lean or not lean or not just what the body looks like from the outside. But we have to be really mindful about, hey, I have no idea. You know, did you have a surgery? Is there a structural thing going on in your body? You know, are you on any type of medication that has you functioning differently? Because people are looking and they want to be involved, but they don't want to feel awful about the things that they can't do. They want someone to say, hey, you know, I can get your heart rate up. I can get you here. I can take you on this journey with equipment, without equipment, in the same room with somebody else who has a common goal, but is going to take a different path. So I've taken all of that stuff and worked it into the programs that I run, the programs that I'm involved in virtually in person and on the education side. And it's really wild to see people of all different ages, shapes, and sizes. Some people who have no cartilage in their knees, some people who can, you know, run the Boston marathon in the same space are you kidding me? Like, that's pretty cool. So that's, I guess, all of that being said, no matter where I'm, you know, headed in in, in any genre, that's what's firing me up, the ability to find a way to make that happen. I I just, I I love it. I think that it's um, everything that I am seeing. And and yeah, we interview a lot of people and we get to talk to a lot of people and we do a lot within the industry. And I really see that trend where it's like, we have to be more inclusive. It's better for all of us. Don't ask me what I do or what I eat or what I think or any of that stuff. Cause Lord knows you don't want to think what I think, but, um, you know, or, you know, on a, on an, on an easy week, you know, I'm running a lot. Like, you know, that's not the point. It's not the point to keep up with, with you, Elizabeth or you, Christine, it's to create an environment that includes, Includes everybody, especially the ones that need it the most, to get into the 
class. It comes down to you know the the environment. Uh, it's the programming, it's the advertising, it's everything that we really need to do as an industry, which will only make it better for us as trainers and people and professionals within the industry to create more opportunity for clients and everything else, but to really just make it exclu- inclusive as opposed to exclusive, which is like, oh, I can't do that. I can't, I can't even come close to doing that. How am I supposed to walk into Elizabeth's class or Christine's class and and do any of that? No, the opposite. Green light. Let's go. Like let's 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 do what you can right now. I don't care what it is tomorrow or what it was in the past. We've got to do it right now and whatever it is, I've got something for you. We can make it happen. I think it's it's really tough because what Brian just said and I'm sure Elizabeth, I'm sure you've had this too where I mean, I remember teaching classes, you know, cuz I always taught classes part-time. It was like my side hustle. And you would go in there and it was about as much as someone would say, oh, it's about the participant. No, you were also giving yourself like a kick-ass workout. And the harder you could go for everybody else, it was like that was that was made you a, the best instructor. Oh, they're the hardest. They're the best. And it was so, you know, I think there's a point where you're like, wait a minute. And the, the more that I got into the industry and surrounded myself with the people that are super intelligent and super successful, the more I realized, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, this, that's not what it's about at all. And coming from an athletic background, you're always pushed and pushed and pushed. Whereas it's not about, you know, like I think back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I wasn't inclusive at all. Mm-hmm. Like you walk by my class and be like, Oh my God, that girl is crazy. I would never go in there ever. And now it took so long to be like, that's not, no, that's not right. That like, it was almost like you were brainwashed. Like I remember this in the fitness industry was like harder, harder, harder. And now I'm like, I am so sorry for all of the, you know, like shaming that not, I mean, you don't do it on purpose. It's not purpose. Yes. Yeah. Right. But you're like, you, I definitely have taught classes where people are like, that's too hard for me. And yeah, you're right. You're probably not. This is probably isn't the, I mean, and I still say that to people, but in a different way of, you know, yes, this is a tough class, but there's many different options. If you stand there in the back and you march in place, I'm super excited. You're here. You're doing something. Wow. Right. Right. You know, I mean, I'm totally with you. I, in the 90s, it was like, good luck if you could keep up. It was welcome to step class, follow me or not. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the way that it was. And we think about like, oh, wow, what could I have done, you know, a, a whole lot better. And I think we have like such a cool opportunity now, because instead of it being just like performance based, which honestly was kind of our performance, because we thought that's what everybody wanted, right? You know, even though you were teaching with your friends, um, you know, one of, um, oh my gosh, one of my friends I taught with literally ended up being Miss Fitness America. And I would teach Monday night and she would teach Wednesday night. We'd come back from the conference and be like, that combination is mine. That song is mine. I'm launching that bad boy. And that's the way that it was. And it was, if you were in that studio or that gym at the time, you were getting hot, fresh choreography. Like there were pages of it, but you know, in retrospect, I'm not sure how many people could have really followed it. You know, we know better now, which is exciting. 
So I think when we can take it from performance, not meaning athletic performance, but hey, you know, watch me rock out a routine for you and make it more goal specific, you know, I'll cue them and I'll say, okay, the goal is cardio. I'm going to give you a bunch of different exercises. If there's something that doesn't feel right in your body for the next 30 seconds, you're going to do something that does feel really good to your body. The goal is cardio. Let's rock. And now that, you know, you create that environment and I've been really lucky with my in-person clients. Like if you were to come in and take a class and I'm like, Hey, you know, we're going to do a push up." You would look around the room and you'd see, you know, people from their knees off their toes, off the wall. Maybe they're doing a, you know, a decline push up, and it's so socially acceptable. It takes a little bit of time to build that atmosphere but it's so worth it. And it's so empowering because now no one's crawling in the corner and people are coming back and they want to hang out together. And it, it doesn't hurt the business model either. If you're trying to get people coming back in, you know, and that can be done virtually too. You know, you can definitely make those things happen virtually. I have um, so blessed. I've had a couple clients with some, um, who are also actually fitness professionals who have had some different major structural changes in their bodies, either after a baby or, or an illness or a surgery. And there are like the best zoom modifiers ever. So if you're in gallery view, I can call you out and say, Hey, you know, you can hang with diva D right now. If you want a variation like this and it's wild, right? Totally. You can happen. You just have to set it up that way. I, it's it's all it's all good. I mean, I really think that as shitty and as bad as as it was with you know what we were forced to do, it's really made us grow. I mean, I even like the conventions now that are online. I used to walk through the conventions and I'd see these fitness professionals sweating buckets because they just got their butt kicked in some class that they never took before. And it's great, and it's that's what it's there for. But I'm kind of like I you know I work out all the time. I'm here to learn. I'm here to sit with like Len Kravitz's class or I'm here to sit with like you know like I want to learn like from the highest level of stuff. I can sweat all the time. This is like a really and and now that it's all online, you know, you have the ability to sit and learn with these things. So I just think that it's not ideal, but boy, is it is it um, beneficial? Uh, you know, just just the way that we can um, just learn in a different way and learn to treat people, client, all the clients, and provide opportunities for everybody. It's just it, it's we've expanded, not not you know not it's not a step backwards. Well, you remember um, we had when Fabio Comana came on like years ago. At this point, um, one of the things he said was that if you go to if I ask you why you're at a fitness conference or why you're going to a convention and you say, because I want to go and take all the hardest classes to get my ass kicked all weekend. He's like, okay, you're missing the point. Right. And I even remember going and being like, I want to take all the top classes from all the top people <laughs> because you're like, I don't want to sit in a, well, I'm at a conference. I want to have fun. I want to get the new music and, and bring it all back. And, and it's so funny because like he was right. And, now that, you know, now at a different place in the industry, again, why are the three of us here? Because we think the way of business-minded people who also just happen, our business happens to be helping people live more quality lives. That's our business. I mean, it could be slinging pizza. It could be selling clothes, pushing money. Ours is that happens to be our business. And that's the only way that you could be successful is to learn. And yeah, we can, we can watch choreography and this and that, but it's so like, it's so spot on on so many ways. 
and not to uh, not to deviate from this, but you, I know, um, you had a change too, though, correct? With you know, with either like kind of physically that you changed like from going super super crazy to you know had a little. <laughs> say it. What is it? <laughs> you know. I think what she's trying to say, Elizabeth, is that you've got a fantastic story and backstory. So let's hear it. Oh, my backstory? Like my literal backstory? Well, yeah, it actually works that I said backstory. How did you get into this? Yeah. And why the programs that you did and how they changed. There's so much, Elizabeth, so much. Um, So I I, I got involved in fitness in high school. I've been doing this since high school. So this is like group exercise and it was, you so know, like five years ago. Yes. Five years, exactly to the day. And it is like that thing where, you know, you like to move to the beat of the music. Right. And then, you know, you're not playing sports or you're not dancing. So I, um, you know, I enjoyed sports and dance. And one of the things like, you know, eventually life comes full circle. You may not get it when you're in the moment and maybe it takes a year or a decade or a couple and you figure it out. Right. But one of the things that, you know, I had to make a choice. Um, uh, when I was 13, I had massive spinal fusion. So when you say the backstory, like I was like, how much of the backstory do you really, really want to know? So um, I I'm really blessed that it went well. I have two, um, two Harrington rods in my spine and I have tons of fusion and I'm like, Oh, I need a doctor's note. I'm going to go through, you know, the airport. I need all the things got to have on my ducks in a row. Cause you know, it, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff in there. And, you know, when I was younger, it really like, that was really embarrassing to me. And I was like, Oh, I'm like, that's, that's really, really weird. And that it's interesting that it's come full circle because, you know, you get, you know, your list of things that you can't do. So one of the things I've always said to my clients is, is you have to focus on what you can do versus what you cannot do. And I didn't always share that part of my backstory. So they're like, what do you know? And, and when you work with someone who's had an injury or has arthritis, I'm like, you kidding me? I'm like, I had arthritis in my back when I was 20. I had massive surgery when I was 13. Come on now. So um, I started just just moving because it felt good. And my parents were really nervous about me continuing with sports, competitive sports after that. I mean, I was fine, but I think it was going to give them a heart attack. So I dove into fitness a little bit more. You know, I got to college and ended up um, teaching group fitness and then ended up running the program. I literally lived down there. It was awesome. It was so amazing to do that. So like many of us in fitness, you know, if you teach a couple of classes, you somehow morph into being the coordinator from time to time, right? Because they need someone. So that just evolved from, from running it there. Um, I actually also have a background in education and counseling. I'm still licensed as a guidance counselor. So that helps with, you know, mentoring um, uh, clients and other fitness professionals, as well as coaching, my coaching practice as well. Um, and it just kind of, I got an opportunity to jump in to fitness full time. I left guidance and like, you're crazy. I'm like, I am, I absolutely am to leave something where you're like solid and locked down. Like, but don't you see, like, I'm still educating and coaching and counseling. Like the topic has changed. The demographic has changed, right? We're just not necessarily talking about like math, science and, and, you know, foreign language, you know, it's shifted a little bit. 
So it just kind of evolved from there. My gosh, my first conference, you guys, was ECA World Fitness. That was my first big one. So if you ever got to do that one in New York City, that was like the Mac Daddy at the time. That was such good energy. There was nothing like it. And, um, you know, I I got there and, and that's when like the BOSU team was like still five presenters, you know, per class. And I met Stacey Lee Krause and I was like, okay, like I want to be you. You're like <laughs> gorgeous and badass in charge. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of how the presenting side started is I totally, before social media, stopped her to find her, to find out how I could get involved, you know, in the fitness industry. So then that led me to um, Shannon Fable and started working with the different programs that I'm still so blessed to work with now. And here we are, you know, it's a lot of time and, and energy and work. But it's so cool. You, you know, it's such a gift to be able to do these things. Christine, did you hear that? A recovering guidance counselor. A recovering. Christine uh-huh. is a recovering teacher and I'm a recovering mortgage banker. And <laughs> we, yeah, no, this is it. We, we, got this, right? we got the ship close enough to the dock that we could just step off into this fitness world and, uh, you know, and, and live a life that we can just gives us more fulfillment than anything we could have ever done at that time. Not that there was anything wrong with anything that we were doing at the time. Uh, so we love it. You just made the uh, Two Fit Crazy Hall of Fame uh, 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 bracket of, you know, former whatever. And uh, yeah, we're excited. This is good. Um, so yeah, and, and it's a lot of, you know, it is letting go of safety and, and things like that. But there's never, I can hear your story. There's never any doubt. This is what you want to be doing. This is the passion. This is where I'm stalking this person because I want that. And, and it, it really, um, you know, just, just speaks to you as, as a, as a human that you're not satisfied, you know, with the, the playbook lifestyle, the playbook life of, oh, I did this and now I'm going to do this. And sooner or later, there'll be a pension at the end and I can retire in my golden years. They're all golden years. I always thought that when, when I was teaching, I remember, you know, I had a certain, cause I was investment banking and then I went, got my master's teaching, you know, our listeners know this story. And, you know, there were times where I should be much more fulfilled with what I was doing, you know, and it was like, there were kids that you were changing their lives for sure. And, you know, I still felt like there was something missing. There was something more. And people looked at me like I was having some sort of early midlife crisis. Like, are you just like, is something, are you going through something? Like maybe I need to see somebody like, you know, why would you do this? And, and what's interesting is that no one needs to, you don't need to validate how you feel and who you are. And knowing that you could change so many more lives in a different capacity is, is really what a lot of people you know, like all of us, we had the courage to work really hard knowing that this is what we wanted. And, you know, at any given time, you know, like, could I go back to teaching? Sure. Could you go back to counseling? Sure. Brian could get a job. Sure. But at the end of the day is, are we going to make this work because this is our love? And on the days that we're like, what are we doing? Or, you know, I called Brian and he's like, can you take a day off? And I'm like, no, because (laughs) A, I don't understand what that means. 
and B, I love what I do. I love the the chaos and the talking to people and the writing and the educating. And it's not always safe. And that's what life is all about. Like, you know, could I, you know, it was like, oh, but Christine, you just have another 10 years and you can retire. I'm like, 10 years? What if my body doesn't work in five years? I, well, I, uh, you know, and then, and then what? I, I don't think there's such a thing as retirement. I don't believe it. No. <laughs> I'm with you, girl. I mean, people talk about retirement. I'm like, what's that? <laughs> I don't think that's part of the, I don't think that's part of the plan. But you know what? The other really wild thing about, you know, what's happening right now is, you know, if, if you just kind of sit back a little bit and breathe and you see all of the opportunities that have emerged, yeah, sure. You know, maybe we won't be doing, you know, a ton of burpees, you know, every day of our life for the rest of our life, but we know so much more. Like think about, you know, if you've been able to pop into classes, even if it's not your typical, your, the typical class you would ever take, I always tell instructors, I'm like, take something you don't know about, like take something you don't like, like that you'll never teach and learn empathy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's so, right? There's so many different things that, that you can do. Um, and, and it is a weird opportunity to, to recreate yourself a little bit right now and maybe say, okay, okay. So maybe we're not going to do, you know, a hit class every day of the week, which we really shouldn't be doing anyway. We know, but we think we're, you know, super rock stars sometimes in our younger days. And we do that. This is an opportunity to say, you know, Hey, I'm going to do that, but I'm going to put in something that's lower intensity. And you know, what's rocking out right now is like low impact, Yep. low impact. And and that comes back to the stories I shared with you earlier, because I'm like, you guys, low impact is you're just not jumping. It doesn't mean you're not going to get a good sweat on. It doesn't mean you're not targeting your muscles. It doesn't mean, you know, it's not feel good or there's no caloric burn. And you know, that's, that's something that people are really like, Hey, what's that? That's, is that really a thing? And I'm like, well, that was a thing 20 years ago, (laughs) but we are recreating. So that's the other piece. You can sit back right now and, and kind of watch what's going on and say, wow, like, what have I learned? You know, you ever have a point in life where you're like, if I could go back and I could change something, if I could have a do-over, what if that date went differently? What if that interview went differently? What if that class went differently? That's kind of where we're sitting right now, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Where, where we're sitting right now is like, okay, because things, you know, we're we're in a much better place than we were a year ago. But we're still going to go through another shift and it's going to continue to evolve. But we're go- we were going to evolve anyway. What we were going to do with our careers and how our bodies are going to change and, and what's a hot format today and not tomorrow and the time that was all going to evolve differently. So I, I kind of feel like, you know, I love people. I want to be in person and like hug sweaty people after class and do all that for sure. But this is such a cool opportunity to realize like what really fires you up and, you know, how you can do a better job of that. No doubt about it. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like what, like almost like we were injured, right? And like when you're injured, you can't really do the stuff that you really love. Anyway, I, I work with a lot of runners and especially the high school runners and when they're injured, it sucks. But I'm like, Make a list right now, five to 10 things that you can do to make yourself a better runner, even though you can't really run, 
right? So what is it? You're a better teammate. You know, you can watch the you know training. You can stretch more. You can do things that that you know you you not isn't your you know your your normal activity that you love to do but there's some stuff that we can be done and we're learning it all um you know so i i just really think this has been a great conversation just to kind of just re-solidify some of the things that i've been feeling uh about about everything that we're doing and uh and look it's gonna change it's gonna change. i you know i i, I kind of feel like we i i you know, five, 10 years ago when things were going kind of heavy and like, you know, I was lifting like a lot of kettlebells and stuff like that. And, and that was the perfect time for all that stuff to be happening. I wasn't quite CrossFit, but I was in there and, and, and I, you know, it's almost like I grew up in the eighties, so I got like the best music in the eighties. Like I can go back and listen to an eighties tune anytime I want, you know? So like, you know, like you guys have no idea what the eighties were like. So, you know, like do what I say to people and, you know, so it's kind of like, it's awesome that these stages and I kind of see where it's going and it's kind of more fitting for me to where it's going, you know, everything fitness wise. And I mean, I can always go crush myself when I want to. So <laughs> not that I really want to as much anymore, but uh, you know, it's just evolving in such a good way for us as, as athletes and professionals and, and, and everything across the board. I love the fact that I've, you know, and I'll, I'll say this, that, Back, you know, when I first started teaching fitness and I was coming out of like a collegiate career of always being a high level athlete, again, it was about like crushing, you know, like, like going as hard as you can. And Scraping yourself yeah. off the ground at the end yeah, of the workout, I mean, like, right? That was success. Right. Like you're crawling out of practice or you're like, oh my gosh, I can't lift my arms. That was such a good workout. <laughs> um, so dumb. But now I think it's, it's interesting. Like even for me, I'm going to say this for our listeners. Like I love, you know, instructing and the teaching aspect of things, knowing that this is totally not for me. There's nothing about what I do that is self interest when it comes to teaching classes. It's about educating. It's about giving someone a really awesome experience where they work towards a goal, you know, whatever it is, class that you're teaching, it could be, you know, maybe it's my facial exercise program where we're really working on the face. Okay, you're you're not going to probably break a sweat in that class, but there's a specific focus, and that's not my workout. It, it's yours, and I get to go do whatever workout I want to do on my time, knowing that none of this, like this is for everybody else. My workout is for me. And it's for my mental state and my body. And I think that's something that sometimes, you know, when I talk to fellow, you know, fitness instructors or people that are really aspiring to present and, you know, and they, and they say to, you know, I'm sure they say to you, Elizabeth, like, how did you get in? And they're like, Christine, how did you start? Like, I want to do what you do, which is so bizarre where I'm like, no, you probably don't, but okay. Um, it's, it's interesting. Cause I'm like, once you, realize that none of this is about you. It's about giving value to other people. Yeah. Things are going to change for you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah, I you thought that, that was so well. Yeah, totally agree. It is, it is not. And, and I think, you know, when, you know, back in the day or when people start or sometimes when, you know, when instructors interview, you know, they think it's the coolest thing because they're quote, getting paid to work out. And you're like, no, it's really, it's really not what that's about. It's such an opportunity to connect with people and elevate them, you know, and if we have these, 
you know, whether it's our backgrounds or commonalities, you know, um, today through education or through banking and what's the ROI, like it's gotta be like, you're going to get out of it, what you put into it, but you need someone to help you along the way and advise you. Right. So there's that combination of, of how are you best going to manage your time and your effort to get to the end goal. And it's, it is such a great point to, to say, you know, Hey, this is what I teach because this is what my client base needs right now whether we've taken somebody lower impact, I like I'll use, um, you know, for my people that love to do hit, but have joint concerns. I know this might sound counterintuitive. They all have a BOSU at home right now because it's easier on their joints. It brings the floor closer to them. And they're like, Oh my gosh, they're like, this is so much more accessible. So now it's a shift. You know what I mean? For people who want to do strength training, like I've run into, you know, guys from the gym from back in the day who like lived there, they were lifting all the heavy weight. Well, now they don't have any cartilage in some of their knees and shoulders. So, you know, I've run into them and I'm like, oh, would you like to see the resistance bands that are in my gym bag? They can help you too. You know what I mean? But it's just a matter of just changing that shift into what you, what you say, like you can't judge anything. You can't judge a body or a workout by looking. And just saying, oh, that's what my perception is about how hard you're working or how fit you are, what you look like, or what your perceived exertion is. It's so cool that we have different tools and modalities to get the job done in different ways. And, you know, I'm kind of with you on that. I'm like, yeah, I'm hardcore. I like to lift heavy and I like to do hit. Right now, the people that I see um, that may not be their goal on a daily basis. So we sprinkle that stuff in, do some rehab, prehab, and take care of their joints in a more um, friendly way on the other days of the week. I think people need to know that that's going to lead to success as well. So what do you have, um, what do you have planned? Like what's on the agenda now? I know that there are, and I'd like to hear what you think about this too. There are Every, you know, we've, we've talked to fitness people all over the world and, you know, this is like constant thing. It's like, and people even ask us like, what's the future of fitness? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. Crystal I don't ball. have a ball. Yeah. Like I, I'm not really sure. Um, and you know, on the agenda, like for me, I love, I'm sorry. I, this, maybe it's new. Maybe one day I'll get back into it. I love not having to go and teach classes at different gyms and get in the car. And, you know, I really have taken fitness into my own power, I guess, and can do what I want with it uh, virtually or, you know, private trainings, things like that. But I also know people love to be together, right? There is that togetherness. But I believe that there's a lot of people who will never go back to that. Sure. Am I wrong? Like, do you think I'm wrong or because? No, know. no. But I think we're better equipped to now to to, like I said, include everybody. If you don't want to come back, great. Fine. That's that's OK. If you want to come back, we got that, too. Like we've all, we'll always have all of it. You know, we, we, we used to only kind of have that in person. Now we've got it all for anybody. So it's just a great opportunity. Yeah. I mean, I, I still want to have that in person 
piece because that's something that makes my heart happy. But I'm also with you in the fact that, you know, I don't mind teaching virtually. Like I thought I was going to have a heart attack figuring out the technology in the beginning. So let me not misrepresent that that was high level stress because that's not my area of expertise. But, you know, now we've kind of found our way what works for us. I mean, it's pretty cool. Like my people that I am working with virtually on a regular basis are people who had been clients in the past who moved that I wouldn't normally see right. people on fitness conferences. I've got some savvy people. I've got lots of fitness pros that work out with me in my virtual group. And they're like, wow, like I can have a piece of this, you know, there's no, you know, it's not a continuing education situation, but they're like, wow, I can connect. And like they're getting to see people that they see at conferences, like once or twice a year. And, and like you said, I don't know your name, but I see you in this person session, like every year, you know, we all do the thing. So they're connecting and it's really cool. Um, so I, I'd like to continue that. I definitely see that as a continuation on the education side of things, not just the consumer side. I definitely see virtual. Um, I, I can't imagine it's going to go away. Um, I love conferences. They fire me up. It is such a means of like love and connection. But I mean, I think we're kind of kidding ourselves if we think that people aren't saying, hey, this is great. I can do this from home. I don't have to travel. I don't need a flight. It has never, ever been easier to to leave a session and go into another. You don't have to put your head down and do the walk of pain. accidentally <laughs> walked into the wrong session. You just you click, enter, click, and you're good. They let you in. So I think, you know, finding that balance and maybe making, you know, the in-person things like a little, you know, a more special event. So I see myself like um, on both the consumer side and the education side, you know, being involved, um, being involved in both. I've consulted with some, um, you know, in, in Massachusetts, some different fitness uh, facilities. Some are small, some are big, some are community centers. And and they're, you know, I do feel for them. They're not getting their instructors back in. Um, they're not sure that they're going to get their people back in. And there's a number of different reasons that would just take up so much time. But I'm sure we're all aware of many of them. So what they need and what I think we can do to reach them now, you know, on a virtual level, these, you know, consulting. Anybody who's involved in fitness and, and, you know, you've been in it for a long time. And, you know, like you said, is my body going to last me five more years? So this is a great time to say, hey, you know, I'm going to, you know, keep some skin in the game here because it makes my heart happy. But I think our, our fitness instructors, you know, need to, and, and all the fitness pros that have been in the game for a while have to just really like drop the panic button a little bit. I mean, I've given myself some grace and had those days, but like acknowledge your other skill sets. And I'm like, I'm going to become the fitness guidance counselor. That's what I'm <laughs> but yeah, new career path. And that's where we're going to go. But, you know, I see myself going in all those areas. We can do these things because if we're going to teach a couple classes virtually or in person, you've got the rest of the day to develop, you know, education, do some consulting, do some coaching, um, whether it's wellness coaching, personal training. Um, and I, but I do still think it's really important that we support our clubs, you know, the, uh, and the brick and mortars for sure. So, you know, I'm, I'll always be, you know, an advocate if someone calls and says, Hey, can you help us start up, you know, or, you know, will you come, you know, teach a couple classes, you know, for us, I think that's important for us to give back to that original community too. So I'll continue to do that too. I'm, a, I'm on the, realize that every, 
every person that every professional fitness or business, I call it the business of fitness because really it's not just fitness. We, we have to do it all. Like, you know, your marketing, your, your books, your promoting, your scheduling, the calendar. Your, I mean, yep. I was just going to say, yeah, it's all of it. And I think that the most, like, you know, what we're hearing from Elizabeth is the same, like overall theme of if you really want to, you know, be like, make it whatever it means. And I think success is, you know, all lies within who you are. It's about being open to exploring what you're good at and saying like, listen, like you said, I love that. Like a fitness guidance counselor. Well, that's your love. That's your background. That's what you've been educated in. You know how to do that. So you're going to gravitate towards helping people and, and plan and whatever be their fitness, their nutrition, their lifestyle, whatever. And you're bringing that expertise to this field, which is such a gift, you know, where like for myself, I'm, you know, my master's is in curriculum and instruction and writing. I love educating writing courses, bringing them out. I love teaching classes too, but now it's like I did a teeny bit of writing and a lot of teaching, and now I do a lot of writing and a little bit of teaching. So, and that's kind of what I think people need to find within their, you know, career path as a fitness professional. Like, what is it that, that you love that you can, you know, I don't want to teach. I tell this to people all the time. I'm like, really, you're 55 years old. You want to teach like 50 classes a week? Really? Like, is it's a shelf role? life. Yeah. I'm like, so then why are you not educating yourself on programming or writing your own program or X, Y, and Z, I don't, and that's what I never understand. And maybe that's what separates. Maybe that's the thing. Um, but we are multi-potentialites, right, Brian? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> There's potential for us to go in many ways. I had a conversation with a kid uh, just pe- the last week, and he's 26 years old, and he's fit as a fiddle, and he's getting into the industry, and he's and he's got you know packed glasses, and everyone loves it because the energy's high and all these things. And he says, "Well, you know, I really want to grow this thing. What do I need to do?" I was like, "You need to blog. You need to, you need to, you know, start putting your face out there. You need to get out of these four walls as much as right. possible. You know, you need to go to conventions. You need to be, you know, to really, you need to network with other trainers. You need to re- like really treat it like it's a business. And if you're, you know, if if you want to just be successful within these four walls, then you will be. And, and there's no doubt about it. He already is. He's got a, He's got a rocket." scene going on and uh he's also this is crazy christine he's coming on the show he's an amputee uh oh. he lost his leg in a motorcycle accident and this dude is freaking awesome uh so yeah really cool yeah it's uh he's a competitive motocross rider and he lost his leg anyway on to the next one but um <laughs> i just dropped that on you but i you know my my advice to him was you have to really like look at what it really is what the you know what the top level uh the people in the business that are doing this what are they doing you see their faces all the time you see the writing blogs you see them you know offering input for them you see them associated with uh this gym or you see them associated with that gym or top companies like exactly we'll see elizabeth on different flyers and for sure no that's a great point too and you know it's the education side is is really key you know i love to create education too and and the ability to create courses. And now with all the, the different online modules and programs and, oh my gosh, and applications, 
you know, you can create, um, you know, courses on so many different things, you know, so many different things. That's, that's really empowering. Um, it's just going to take some creativity and a little bit of patience, but, you know, we were going to need to do, we were going to need to shift. If you're in the fitness industry or any industry, right, you eventually shift, you know, whether you're going to move, you know, into management or out of management or whatever it is that you're doing, there's always some type of shift or evolution. Um, and I think that it's really amazing to talk about this for the fitness industry. It's not that old, you guys, and you know this. So people fear, they're like, oh my gosh, I can't teach 45 classes a week. Like I'm done. No, like anything else, there's, there's education, there's mentorship, there's, you know, the ability to, I mean, mentoring is huge. Like think about, I mean, I don't know how it was when you first got into fitness, but in my area, like I didn't have any mentors. Like I taught myself to teach. I found where all these things were um, and the, whether they're young in age or young in a new profession, there's so many resources available for them. So that's a whole nother avenue for people to be is who's going to be the disseminator of their resources, right? So there's so many people like I had no idea that existed. It's crazy, but there's so much that we can do. And I think that it's, I think it's a positive and we don't, we have to look at it that way. We just have to. Here, here. I remember, I remember in college, actually, when I was in graduate school, this is funny that I just remembered this now that I would help some of the like, you know, like in fitness instructors in training, there were programs and I would help them pass their like AFA or ACE or whatever exams because I, you know, I didn't get paid for it, but I just would do it as like a, Oh yeah. Like I'll help you, whatever. And thinking going forward, you know, as we're adults, like, yes, you know, I always say people are like, how do I do this, this, this? I said, I'm happy to help you. But honestly, the, the best thing you could do, if you don't have, like, if I'm not your best friend or any of us are not like your sisters or brothers, like you should, like, it's worth it to throw down some money and get a coach, even if for, a certain amount of months to have someone be like, okay, I'm going to introduce you to this. And then you're going to do this. You're going to do this. And now I need you to write a course of this and, and blah, 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 blah. Like, and they're like, Oh, Oh, I had no idea. I'm like, well, that's because we've been in the industry for like 20 something years and we figured it out. And you know, we have these conversations with one another. Like you said, you were talking about to stay Seely Krause. You just sought them out. That's how I, really started in the industry like <laughs> I liked people like I really like people and I boop, 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 you know hi I'm Christine and I'm in your world now right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a spider web actually yeah it's I've apologized to people like I'm really, I'm sorry I'm here now I'm I'm in your life and your life will forever never be the same <laughs> it happens Brian knows it, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing here. Elizabeth and I will do something together. <laughs> into the web. I know, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to book something for us. That's cool, right? Just show up, do your thing. Yeah. Just do it and call me and I'll be there. Right. <laughs> See? But you know what's cool is that um, I took I took a class with with you and Irene McCormick. Oh, yes. Over, I love- over COVID. Because I'm like, hey, this looks cool. 
you know, I'd like to see what they're doing. I honestly, I think it was with something with rolling and something. Yeah, it was mobility is the new warm up was the workshop we did. Right. Cause I'm like, you know what? I do a lot of mobility work. Let me see what these two are doing. Wow. I know they know what they're doing. Well, yeah. And that's what's so cool that it's not that, you know, it's accessible even for someone that's like we use each other in the fitness industry. Absolutely. Oh, it's just another awesome point is that this whole situation has made collaboration so much more accessible. And you know what's really, there's two things wild about it. One is the ability to make it happen. And two, I'm going to go there, is that people are open to it. Like, it's not like, I feel like I feel so much more freedom, like less competition and so much more um, collaboration, which always puts us all at ease. We can really be our best self, but people are like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because nobody owns the internet. And if you're doing things virtually, the reach is so big. Um, and, and watching some of the different collaborations, when you see people doing workshops, you know, I've got to, gotten to train and create and teach some of my Balaton master trainers, like how to create workshops that haven't done it before. So that's such a cool learning process because they're like, oh, that's all I have to do. I'm like, oh, no, there's more to it than that. <laughs> but it's cool to be able to do that. And then it's really wild. You know, like I'd love to do something with you and the opportunity to work with people like Stacy Lee, like she was like my mentor. Like I was, she was the person that got me into something and to be able to, we created a workshop together called soul sisters based on barefoot training with the programs that, that we run. And it's just, I'm like, who knew that that would ever like really, really happen, you know? So there's so many opportunities um, to do that. So for anybody listening, like think like collaborate, 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 and work with people. I cannot stress that enough. Here, here. Um, what's on your agenda now? Are you what? What conferences are coming up? Tell everyone where um, where you're going to be. What do you know about so far? My first. So I'm really excited. I had an actual in person like people in the room training. I had an instructor training um, two weekends ago. And we, we definitely had COVID restrictions in Massachusetts and it was masks on for the better part of nine hours, but it sold out, which is great because that, and they were not all from the host facility. So that tells me that people are willing and able and like, there's a desire for that to happen. So that fires me up. Um, we are, uh, Balaton program is bigger than it's ever been before. So that's a big push, um, for me, but also for my team, because I've been rocking the live streams and I'm letting them know, I'm like, hey, this is not the Elizabeth show. I'm like, I am just keeping like things together now. Like, this is like your time to be ready, you know? And I was like, you know what, you guys, I'm like, Tom Brady came in off the bed because he was ready and look at what magical shit happened there. So just <sighs> never, ever know, right? So that part is building the first in-person conference um, will be DCAC for me, which is in August. Mm-hmm. And I will uh, be representing Team Balaton and Team Bosu out there. So crazy fired up to do that. Um, and then the other one that I have, uh, the other conference that I have booked so far in person uh, this year in October will be the World Bar Summit. So um, I'll be doing a little bit of Balaton and I will be, um, that is going to be a place where they will have an exclusive uh, workshop I'm creating that's going to talk about 
uh, body image and body positivity because that needs to be addressed in a gentle, loving, and empowering way. So that's going to be something that uh, that is going to be exclusive there. Um, and there's nothing wrong with being in Fort Lauderdale when it's cold in the Northeast later in the fall. So I'm always happy to go see uh, Ben at his show down there. Really cool. And how about your uh, websites and social media things and, ha- and maybe taking your classes? How can people do that? So um, my my existing website is elizabethlenart.com. And there's a new one under construction. It's taken a little bit of time because of all the COVID things, but it will be worth it when it's ready to rock and roll. But there's still an existing website. Um, my email is my name, elizabeth at elizabethlenart.com. And you'll find me on the gram at Elizabeth Lenart Fitness. So any of those ways are great ways to get in touch with me. Um, I will have a new virtual group uh, starting the first week of May. Um, so we put together a schedule and they're able to meet, you know, daily, either live stream or watch the recordings. You know, we've got a private page where there's additional coaching and connection and um, occasional inappropriateness and good nature. <laughs> and um, it's just a fun community and, and it's really people uh, nationwide. It's not just local people. So it's great for both consumers and fitness pros who are, who are looking to have someone uh, give them some direction. I love it. You are doing it, Elizabeth. This is fantastic. This has been a really fun time. We appreciate you. I appreciate you both so much. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I've had a blast. Good, good, good. Well, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for everything going on, as always. And we're going to make sure that all of our our listeners out there get a chance to check out Balatone as well. And I I actually would like to do, I know, for even um, my people, we'll do a little, maybe a little 30-30, like we'll do some Balatone and yoga facial rejuvenation Ooh. something for everybody out there to that could care really well that could be yes let's do this let's go i already got it booked in my life <laughs> oh, this is how it works. you're in her world now elizabeth it's over <laughs> it's oh my i'm excited i'm excited for you i'm excited to do some in-person things and there is a major thunderstorm going on i'm hearing right it here. too it's cracking like lightning and whatnot. So you're magical and we super appreciate you. And, uh, with that said, it's Christine Conti and I'm Brian Prendergast and we are two fit crazy and a microphone. We are where it's at peace.